my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is a show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is a show where we look we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Hey friends, my name is Will Moala. I'm the Adventist pastor coming to you live from South Australia here in Adelaide. Thank you for joining us. Um, we have a very special guest in the studio. I'll introduce him in just a couple of moments. But uh, we want to welcome you, our listeners. We want to thank you for choosing to join us for this hour here. Going live from Adelaide for Drive Time Big Q&A. We have a brand new theme that we're going to be looking in. We're going to be introducing uh, today. And uh, we are going to um, introduce that topic to you in just a moment. And the topic is the Bible, Jesus, and the end times. The Bible, Jesus, and the end times. And that's the theme for the whole week. But today we're looking at the specific question, should we all become preppers? Should we all become preppers? And so that's what the question we're going to be looking at today. And uh just want to introduce our special guest who's in the studio with us today. And uh, I want to introduce our good friend. Um, we've been having him uh, today and uh, for this whole weekend. We had a, a huge event that just happened here in Adelaide over the weekend. But I want to introduce our guest in the studio with us today, uh, Robbie, Pastor Robbie Bergen. And uh, hey, Will, it's good to be here. Yeah. So... Pastor Robbie, um, you are the content manager for Faith FM, so it's a pretty big job. Correct, correct. So, um, Robbie, um, we got you in the studio today. I know that you're about to fly out tomorrow. You're going to go back home, and so um, it's so glad that we were able to catch you before you're able to head out back home. So, um, Robbie, we normally do a bit of a... Look, let me just pause as well because we also have our co-host in the studio. I was going to say, don't forget Ricardo. (laughs) (laughs) He's sitting right here. (laughs) That's right. My apologies, my brother. And so um, we've got Robbie in the studio, but we also have our co-host today, uh, Pastor Ricardo Sheffer, pastoring two churches in Adelaide, uh, Prospect International Church and also Elizabeth. And so, um, Pastor Ricardo, it's good to have you in the studio. We've been kind of connecting yes. in the last number of weeks uh, on the Monday slot. So um, good to have you back. Oh, it's so good to be here once yeah. again. So um, so there's three of us in the studio, and uh, we're just excited that we got Robbie here to, to kind of be in the studio with us. So, Robbie, um, normally we kind of share a little bit of a section that we call World Watch segment. It's a time where we um, look at uh, religious trends, and uh, we kind of, um, yeah, just uh, share about articles there. That, um, yeah, that's kind of, uh, people are looking at, people are interested in. And so, but I thought we'd just take this time to kind of give you the opportunity just to share a little bit, to share a bit about what's happening in Faith FM land, what you're doing, what some highlights, maybe, maybe some stories that, that you're seeing that we may not be catching here in Adelaide. So yeah, tell us a bit about Faith FM and, and what, what your role entails. Yeah. Well, look, thank, thanks, Will. Faith FM. Um, as any listeners that are tuning in right now are, are listening to, is a national network, and it's absolutely amazing the uh, the story behind Faith of M. In fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is our fifteenth year on air in Australia. Wow, excellent! So we're actually uh, we're hoping to have a bit of a fifteenth um, birthday 
a little bit later on in the year. So we'll talk more about that as 15 we 15 years. 15 years. Oh, we'll share more of that uh, later on uh, towards the end of the year, but uh, middle of the year, I should say. But yes, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. 15 years across Australia. And uh, it, it started as a single location uh, in Victoria. And it has grown from that into what we have today, and it's absolutely remarkable. Um, I get the privilege of sort of seeing Faith FM from a national perspective. So I, I oversee all of our studios. We've got this wonderful studio here in Adelaide where we're coming live from right now. We've got a studio in Canberra, a studio in, in uh, Melbourne and Hobart, most of the capital cities, and uh, Newcastle as well where our breakfast show comes out. And being able to have sort of a national perspective, I get to see all the different content creators, all the different um, uh, studios and producers, and just see the work that they're doing. But then the great part of this role is seeing the impact it's having yeah. on listeners right across Australia. Wow. So so Faith of Emmy is going all across Australia, all in the... Uh, different, all the major capital cities, you know. Yeah, look, it's, it's a network that we're still, we're still growing. Um, we can reach, it's in most of the capital cities in various parts. In fact, I think Adelaide's got the most coverage of any capital city. Uh, Melbourne. Oh, that's pretty interesting. It is, isn't it? It's good for us, uh, Ricardo, to know that, that we've got a, a large base here that, that's people that are listening to, Faith of M, that, that's that's good to know. Yeah, we've got um, we've we're covering all of Canberra now, as of last year. Um, half of Sydney we cover, wow. and it all depends on the licenses that are available. So the good thing is, is that um, we've worked out it's about one in four Australians can tune into Faith FM nationally. One in four. One in four. Now let's be open here, um, Robbie. When we heard that uh, stat today. It it sounds um, it's a great stat to think one in four. Yes, but but talk to us a bit about the background because you were mentioning to, we, we we had a meeting today and you were talking about for every one person there's um, what was that ratio that data you were sharing earlier for every one person that connects this yes for every one person uh, in radio land for every one person that engages with the with a show there's about a thousand people listening who are just listening. They're not picking up their phones. They're not texting in. They're not emailing. They're not calling, but they're listening. And so, yeah, so the one in four um, comes from a a paid survey that we had done to find out how people have engaged and they found that it was – it was just over, sorry, just under one in five, which makes it a little bit closer to one in four. But that was before we bought Canberra and Western Sydney on. So we're pretty confident one in four people in Australia have awesome. tuned in, into faith at some point. So, so, um, so, so you're a pastor as well, uh, Robbie, yes, before yes. you stepped in the role. Talk to our listeners out there of what kind of happened that, you know, you're in the local church level, you're kind of doing the pastoral thing. And then this opportunity comes along. How, how did that come about? Yeah, that's <laughs> sometimes Probably long when, story. <laughs> when you're a local pastor. So for those who don't understand pastoring, the idea of pastoring is taking care of a local congregation right. in a community. You're trying to service the needs in a community. As you guys well know, you've got a number of communities you take care of here yeah. in Adelaide. And um, yeah, I, I've got pastoral friends all over this country in different parts of the, the capital cities and regional parts. And so you're... Every day you wake up and your whole goal is to how do I service the needs of the people in my community? Well, the way um, our church operates nationally is that we have different administrative bodies and they take different functions and, and watch over uh, different aspects of how we can best serve the community in Australia. Right. And so one day I, I was in, in uh, Tasmania, I was pastoring, and I get a phone call and said, hey, we would uh, like for you to come and uh, head up part of the Faith FM team right. nationally. 
And it was a bit of a shock to me. But I was like, so who, I'm not going to talk to people anymore, like in terms of like face to face. Because this role, when you talk on the mic, um, even though there's a lot of people listening to you, you don't see anybody. So it took me a little bit of a while to process whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. But I can tell you what, the, the amazing part of being in radio is the listeners. And the listeners that contact us and share our stories. By the way, you guys are going to get. I'm here to grade you today. You're right. <laughs> you're going to get. You're going to fail in a few points. No one has told our listeners how they can t- text to us. Yes. You have. We want to hear from the listeners. Let's do it. right across Australia. All right. Well, here's the text number here in the in the studio. It's zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. I'll do that one more time. Zero four triple eight. Eight zero eight double one. Text us in. So first of all, let's let's do this as a test. If you're listening to Drive Time right now, live right. across Australia, I would like to hear from you. I know Will and Ricardo would. So why don't you get out your phone and text us on that number? I'm going to say it again for you because I like to say numbers. It's o four triple eight eight zero eight double one. So text in and let me let us know first of all where you're listening from. Yeah. in Australia and tell us what the temperature is because when I came here on Friday I was telling the <laughs> listeners on Friday night yep. it was hot yeah uh, it's cold today I feel I a know. bit cold we had a couple of high 30s I think we hit 40 a couple of days early in the week uh, last week and um, it, it's it's dropped significantly to which I am so grateful because um, <laughs> people look at me and go you're Pacific Islander Will you should be used to this type of heat and I'm like no I, I'm I'm whinging like a baby the last <laughs> week and and um, but then then again, when it's winter time, we are winds again. So, mm. yeah, doesn't the Bible say something about being content? Be content in all with, things. With all things. So yeah, I've got to practice a bit of that yeah. when it comes to uh, dealing with our dealing with the weather. But, um, but yeah. So, um, back to your story. Um, so you you basically uh, were asked if you could head up the Faith FM content, the content side, side of things. the team. Yeah. And, and what have you seen? Because you, uh, we're just talking off air just before we jumped on, and you saying that you you go and visit our various sites. Yes. Across Australia, what are you sensing? The stories, uh, uh, people who are uh, you know contacting us for yes. for book offers and oh, things. I tell you what, it is it is exciting. And you know what, if if you're listening and you've got a story of how faith has helped you or impacted your life and your growth towards Jesus, then I want you to text in on the number we said before oh four triple eight eight zero eight double one and let us know you got a story and I'll talk to you personally and we'll get your wow. story. But right across Australia, I have met. Literally hundreds of people who have come up to me and said, Faith FM has changed my life. And then I'll start reciting how that they were driving in a car, for example, and they stumbled across Faith FM. And the very first thing they heard was this presenter talking about this particular thing, which was the very thing that they were questioning in their life. And it was, it's, you can just see God moments where God's lined up the right presenter with the right message on the right day for that listener to tune in. Mm. Awesome. I've, I got one lady comes to mind. Um, I can't give you too many descriptions, but, um, she comes from a Muslim background and she stumbled across Faith FM. And she stumbled across uh, some programs that talk about the journey from non-Christian to Christian right, right. and some of the the things that, that people have learned along the way. And every single one of those things that she heard, she went, this has answered every question I ever had as a Muslim. Wow. She had all these mm. questions about God and or Allah right, and all these wow. sorts of things and what happens when you die and all that sort of stuff. 
And just by listening to Faith FM, all those questions were answered. And that lady now is a um, baptized follower of Jesus because of Faith wow. FM. Praise so God. That's awesome. And I could go through story after story after story, but it is profound the impact that the station has yeah. on everyday Australians. Yeah. And that's why I love our mission statement. Our mission statement is about connecting Australia with the life-transforming, everlasting wow. um, gospel. Hey, is that a text message? Yeah, it actually just came through right now. And um, uh, it's a text there. We'll, we'll read it in the – I don't know if you want to read it in the break and we can sure. come back or you want to do it right now. But there's a bit of a text there that's just come in. So we there's people listening to you right now, Robbie, and there, and we got a gentleman that just texts a, uh, just texts us a message. So we'll, we'll, we'll read it and we'll see how we can get back to you if we can in, in our time here today. But, um, Robbie, I'm just thinking as well, because we have such a broad spectrum of people listening. We've got uh, people who, just by God's providence, just end up finding themselves listening. I was just maybe also thinking, because there's uh, perhaps a, a, a large segment as well who would classic, call themselves believers, uh, followers of Jesus. I'm yes. just thinking, yep. obviously for us, we have the greatest news, which is the gospel of Christ. Yep. Um, can you talk to our listeners out there, not that we're trying to... Just you know, talk to particular people, but they're for the for those who are out there who are listening. They're asking themselves a question: How can we? How can I get my friends to getting? How can they engage with Faith FM? What would you say to our vast listeners out there who um, maybe want to engage more with Faith FM and maybe pass on what they're hearing, what they're listening yeah, to, absolutely. to their mates? So I would encourage anyone if you're listening to Faith FM, if you enjoy the the programs listening to, I'd encourage you to get. The Faith FM app. All right, Faith so FM app. You go to your app store on your uh-huh. smartphones, download the Faith FM app, and then by doing that, you get access to every single content and program that's being created. And the great thing is, is that not only you get to listen to it yourself, but you can share it from inside the app. You can just tap on a show yeah. you're listening to, you're enjoying it, and you can send it out to your social media channels. You can do text messaging, emailing, all that sort of stuff. So it's a great resource to let you share the good news that you're benefiting from all right. with those around you. Hey, Robbie, as you were talking, because I've got my – I can see on my screen in front of me, uh, Bridget has text through and – can I just say something? She is one of my members at one of my churches over in Gaula. So, Bridget, shout out to you, Bridget. Thank you for texting um, texting in today. Bridget and Stu listening in from beautiful Auburn. Not to be mistaken from Auburn in Sydney. I was this say, is Auburn, is Sydney? Auburn, South Australia. So, <laughs> oh, okay. so there's another Auburn. <laughs> Not to be mistaken from uh, Auburn out in West Sydney. And uh, Bridget says it's a uh, beautiful 26 degrees out there. Thank you, Bridget, for listening. And we hope you're having a wonderful day. And, um, yeah, we want keep, to keep texting us um, where you're listening in from. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get a sense of um, on where you're at uh, from where you're tuning in from today. Our, our number is 04888-80811. Now, Robbie, before we go to a song, um, yes. walk us through this uh, we the, have, our book offer. We have a fantastic book to give away today. This book is absolutely amazing. amazing. It's called, now, what's our, what's our theme this week? Our theme is, should we all... Well, the, the overall theme is the Bible, Jesus, and the end times. But, but should we all be preppers? But but the, today's topic <laughs> is, should we all become preppers? I can't preppers? wait for this topic, Ricardo. I'm so looking forward to this. You better share what you share but, with us off here about... You have a very real experience with yeah, a particular absolutely. person. But this week, the offer is tied to this theme so nicely. It's absolutely amazing. The book is called End Time Hope. 
Now, they're not two words that you'd often picture together, is it? Yeah. End time and hope. But this uh-huh. is what the book's title. It's by uh, Mark Finley, and it's called, the subtitle is A Journey to Eternity. And the amazing thing of this book is it's going to unpack some of the themes that we're going to cover this week that we're not going to be able to get into lots and lots of detail. It's going to pick up and expand on. Okay. And one of the things that I really like about this book is that it's looking at the end time theme. So when we think end times, we think of the end of the world. We think of maybe the return of Jesus, maybe the secret rapture. Right, right. Any of these things. This book's going to lay it out biblically, verse by verse, and give us the biblical teaching on these topics. So if you're listening today or throughout the course of this week, you absolutely want to get this book. It's something you can't afford to not have in your library. And it's only a small book. Uh Uh-huh. So it's easy to read. Now, what we're going to do, you're going to save this number in your phone, 04888. Um, make sure the right number here. I'll say my other show number otherwise. Oh four triple eight eight oh eight double one. So uh-huh. save that number in your phone. Call it the drive time number in your phone. Yep. At the end of this episode, we're going to give you a secret code. You text that code into oh four triple eight eight oh eight double one, and we will get this book to you absolutely free. So there you go, friends. Um, keep stay tuned because we'll. Uh, Robbie will give out the code right at the end. So don't go away because we have so much more that we'd love to share with you in our program today. So we're going to pause for a break. We're going to play a song and we'll be back in just a few minutes where Pastor Ricardo is going to lead us in this conversation about should we all become preppers? Please don't go away. We have more for you. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A. Is being spun. You can't. 
That was Janine Harris with the song Tapestry. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with myself, Pastor Will, Moala, and my good friends in the studio. Our co-host, Pastor Ricardo, uh, pastor of the Elizabeth and Prospect Churches in Adelaide. And we have a very special guest and uh, in the studio with us, Robbie Bergen. He is a pastor and he's also the Faith FM content manager that oversees um, our content for all of our drive to, uh, Faith FM programs across Australia. So he, he he's doing an important job, a, a job that is blessing uh, our churches and blessing our community. So we, we thank you for choosing to be with us today, Robbie. So thank if you, you for just, having me. Yeah. If you just joined us, we just were having a bit of a chat about Robbie and kind of his role and, and what he's been doing. We just plugged a, a book offer, End Time Hope, and uh, we're going to give, um, we'll give you a chance to really get that to, um, yeah, we really want to get you to grab a copy of that and we'll give you the code at the end of our program. So without further ado, we're going to jump into our theme. So if you're just tuning in, our theme for this week is called The Bible, Jesus and the End Times. And today, particularly, we're going to be looking at the question, which is a very interesting one, fellas. Should we all become preppers? Should we all become preppers? <laughs> now, for our listeners out there, now, Robbie's chuckling because he, he knows a bit about preppers. He, he knows a real prepper that actually went to his church. So it's cra- pretty crazy about that. But so that's what we're going to look at because we're talking about the end times. We're talking about the Bible and Jesus. And we want to look at this very interesting topic. So, Pastor Ricardo, um, walk us through. What do we know about this idea? What What is a prepper? And and what do we learn? Is there any relevancy to what the Bible says? Love to hear mm. and uh, engage in our conversation today. That's very important, Pastor Will. Uh, what the Bible says, that's what we want to know. So, um, should we become preppers? I guess the first question would be, uh, what is a prepper, Right. Um, maybe Robbie, you want to tell us what you <laughs> <laughs> well you want to share with us. A prepper is somebody who prepares for something that they think is imminently going to happen. Right. Um, in the context of the the laughing and the sharing I was doing offline, it's a prepper is someone generally in today's society we see them as people who are preparing for some end time world. Mm. Coming to an end disaster, yeah. whether it's an asteroid from outer space to um, an a, a, a EMP dropped from low Earth orbit from the Russians, <laughs> or an earthquake, or something catastrophic. Or something, yeah, so something. That's, that's generally what yeah. we mean by when we say prepper. And normally, this term is used for someone who prepares for something that is coming, but in in a in a perhaps in a in a special way, in a in, in with a bit of obsession, perhaps. Of, of fear. That was a nice way to put it, yeah. a special way. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's good you said that, Ricardo, because in some ways a Christian is a prepper. Like, I'm probably going to be, I don't want to get into what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, but I like good, how you good. highlighted because when I'm thinking prepper, I'm thinking of this particular show that, yes. what was it called? Doomsday, Doomsday Preppers. Doomsday Preppers. Yes. And it came on TV or it was kind of like a, a mini series where they would look at the lives of these various individuals and how they were preparing. Interesting. I mean, I. I was first and foremost. I was actually quite. I was quite quite shocked that yes. there were people that actually live like this. And and, if, and when yes, they interviewed yes, them, yes. they were dead set. Something was going to happen. They each had their own motivation as to why they were prepping. But yeah, they were they were all in. Exactly. They weren't just talking the talk. They were getting ready for whatever was about to go down. Mm-hmm. And um, so so when I hear the word preppers, that that's kind of my picture. I'm, I'm thinking of yes. that show and and so. So we want to talk about that because in some ways there's a, 
there's a connection because the Bible talks about True. end time scenarios. So, how about you walk us through, Ricardo? What do we learn about this? And the question we're really asking is for our listeners out there: Should all of us become preppers? And that's exactly why I raised the question because depending on what you what you understand by the word preppers. Uh, the answer to that question, should we become prepper, could be yes or could be no, because the Bible tells us that we should prepare, which is a good yep. thing. But um, we need to know how. How should we prepare? And talking specifically about the end times, the end of the world, or uh, as, as, you know, these apocalyptic, apocalyptic events that the, a lot of people talk about, and the Bible does as well, if... Um, People would like to be ready for these events. I would not blame or criticize anyone right. um, because the Bible talks about very difficult, dangerous times that are coming upon the earth. Okay. I'll give you a few examples uh, because we cannot deny this, you know. Daniel 12 verse 1 says, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. See what it says here? Such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. But then it ends with an answer or hope. It says, and at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who's found written in the book. All right. And I would like our listeners to, to notice something. Every time the Bible talks about this um, uh, tribulation, time of trouble, right. this... Uh, situation coming upon the world, it also gives us an answer, uh, uh, some hope. All right. And in the passive way, like it says here, your people shall be delivered. It doesn't say your people will deliver themselves. Mm. It says they will be delivered. Someone else will yep. deliver God's people. Another example, Jeremiah 30, verses 5 to 7. For thus says the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling, of fear. And not of peace. Ask now and see whether a man is ever in labor with child. You've never seen a man <laughs> pregnant, yeah. of course. But uh, Jeremiah puts this, puts this in this way, you know, to, to tell us, to describe uh, how pale uh, people looked, men and, and in, in this case. And it says, so why do I see every man with his hands on his loins like a woman in labor? And all faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it, and it is the time of Jacob's trouble. See, a terrible time, nothing like it. People are so, uh, man, they were so afraid that they looked pale as if they were in labor. But then, again, the Bible says, but he shall be saved out of it. Notice the passive way. Right. It doesn't say he will save himself out of it. He will be saved. So what, what I'm hearing is, sorry to interject there, so you quoted, I guess, two passages, one from um, uh, uh, from Daniel and the other one from Jeremiah, speaking about the, the phrase I caught was time of trouble. Mm. So so you're talking about, if uh, I guess, these are books that talk about an end time yes. situation. Uh, th towards the end, there'll be a, a time, a specific period, if I could use that mm. word, where where things will be doesn't sound very good. Like just no. here, you know, you don't have to be a scholar to, yes. to 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 hear the phrase "time of trouble" to know that hey, 
It, it, it sounds like it's, a, it's an impending situation. It sounds like trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but what you seem to be highlighting, Ricardo, is, okay, the Bible speaks about uh, a certain time, if we could say, if I could interject our title, to prepare for. But, yeah. but having said that, our escaping that time of trouble or getting out of this period that's designated, you know, this yes, phrase, yes, yes. Um, God's actually the one that kind of delivers. Um, his people out of these this time that's, of trouble. That's what I wanted to highlight. All right, that it it is not us. Uh, we don't save ourselves from this terrible time. It's always God who saves us. And, I guess um, the big thing, though, Ricardo, yeah. is that there is something coming. There yeah. is something you know, coming. Like for the sure. whole premise of prepping is that you're prepping for something that's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Bible seems to be pretty clear that something is coming. Yes. But what's our role in the prepping side of it? And that's what you're Correct. sort of highlighting here. And I like this. Correct. So very good. And you know, as well, when you think about it, the, the, like I was thinking about people like that serve in the military, people who are uh, enlisted to protect you know, their country. Um, in some ways, they're preparing because at any moment something could happen. Now, I'm, it may not be exactly in line, but I'm thinking of people who are preparing in, let's, can I use this phrase? They're preparing now in times of peace. So that when when things go wrong and when uh, you know they're called to you know to fight for their country in various conflicts that engage you know in the world that they're ready. Yes. So so in some ways we live in a culture where various strands of of our world, whether it's in the military, whether it's police, whether it's you know even <laughs> even a um, uh, who who are those people um, when you have life insurance. Um, so you know, every now and then you'll see a, a commercial or something coming on your social media feed about about life insurance. Now you might be going, "Well, what's that got to do with our topic today?" Will <laughs> well, the idea is because aren't you aren't you preparing? Because you're preparing for the day you're going to die. Yeah. And like quite often, we don't wake up and go, "Hmm, I'm going to die next week. I'm dying next month." And yet, that's what something that we should. Um, be preparing for that yeah. one day, especially for us. And you got families, like you, you want to take care of your loved ones, so that if something happens to you at work, or you got, God forbid, that something would happen to your life, that you've got that in place. And I think, in some ways, like you're talking about a more, you know, you're talking in a biblical context. Exactly, is that God says, "Hey, there's a time of trouble. Be ready." But you're, you're saying, "But hey, God doesn't intend you to get ready on your own. He's going to help you mm. to kind of be ready." Or does he? It's just a different kind of. Prepping. So, where are we going next? Yeah, we're not trying to make fun of uh, preppers, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it makes sense to prepare for the end of the world because the Bible says that there is a terrible time coming. And even in the words of Jesus, I'm going to read now because I've read two verses now from the Old Testament. Some people may say that, ah, that's the Old Testament. But Jesus himself in Matthew 24, verses 9 and also. Uh, 21, he said this. Oh, Matthew 24, the signs of the Matthew times 24. chapter. Isn't that right, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean the sign. <laughs> you, you added an S. Th- that's an in-house joke if you're here in Adelaide this weekend. <laughs> we were just talking about that during the weekend Not so- for our listeners. I felt pleasantly corrected. Yes. Because anyway, we're going off topic here. But so back Matthew, to you. Matthew 24. Matthew 24. The, the sign of the time. But okay, in Matthew 24, Jesus said in, in verse 9, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, yeah. and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. It goes on, of course. Uh, and then in verse 21, Jesus continues saying, for then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. 
no nor will um, ever shall be. Right. Uh, we cannot deny it. So uh, if I say I need to prepare for the, the end of the world, for that great tribulation, it would make sense, biblically speaking. Now the question is, how do I get ready? And that's when people uh, differ, you know, with different ideas. We need to get ready according to what the Bible says. So um, okay. I want to um, introduce another verse, which is in Isaiah 33, 14 to 16, because it, it is a promise that says that um, our bread and water will be secure for us. But before I read that, um, it may be a bit shocking for some of our listeners to hear that um, those who will live in the eternal fire next to the burning fire are not the wicked ones. But the Bible says that the righteous ones will live in the fire forever. And I'm, I'm, people, I'm sure we've got some confused people now. <laughs> some if people you're confused, say, text us. <laughs> this is what happens when you get three pastors in a studio. Well, that's the idea. We want to hear from you. So, But let me, let me prove what I'm saying. Isaiah 33, 14 to 16, it says, The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has seized the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? And the answer is, he who walks righteously and speaks uprightly, he who despises the gain of oppressions, who gestures with his hands, refusing bribes, who stops his ears from hearing of bloodshed and shuts his eyes from seeing evil, he will dwell on high. His place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. Bread will be given him. His water, his water will be sure. Did you see? Right. Um, <laughs> this verse is talking about those who will live in the eternal fires, in the burning fires. Why is that? Because the Bible a lot of times referred to God as a consuming fire. I'll read some verses just for our, our listeners to take note, perhaps. Right. Um, Hebrews twelve twenty nine says, For our God is a consuming fire. Then Exodus twenty four seventeen says, The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of uh, the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So, what, so you're saying, Ricardo, that because God is a consuming fire, that those who are delivered are in the fire. Is that what I'm hearing you saying? Are with Him. They're with Him in the yes. fire. Okay, I know. I get. I get what you're trying to say now. If we hold on to sin and we stand next to God, we would be consumed, right? Okay. Because God is a consuming fire for sin and sinners. Right. Of course. So, in reality, those who will inhabit or live forever in the fire are the saved ones. So, the prepping then, to bring the, our question in today, so the prepping in some ways, what you're saying according to various scriptures is your preparedness is to the extent in your relationship with, with God and, and, and knowing who God is, that He is the one that will in a sense, take you through the fire, if I could use your kind of analogy, is that our preparedness is dependent upon our relationship with God. Yes, and I'm, and I'm talking about those who will be saved. I was just trying to explain that right. those who will live in the everlasting burnings um, are those who will be saved, the righteous ones, living in the presence of God, which is like burning fire. But um, what it says last is his place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. Bread will be given him. His water water will be sure. Right. The safe ones are the ones who will... 
go through that tribulation. Yeah. So, the so the the prepping that you're saying is the prepping is really in your response to to knowing God and having a relationship with Him. You know God; He's a God as a consuming fire. What you're seeing, what I'm hearing you saying, is that as you are with God, He is almost protecting you because He is uh, a God that um, uh, that God is a consuming fire. Okay. Um, I just had a thought. Yeah, here it is. Before it leaves my mind, and I'd love to have hear Robbie on this. I couldn't help but think, Robbie, uh, uh, Ricardo, when you were talking, is there may be some listeners out there that, and they probably heard this message before. And I'm talking maybe to the Christians out there. They they probably heard it in their churches about getting ready and and being ready. And, and it seems like a very uh, a, a message they've heard over and over again. Jesus is coming. Mm-hmm. Be ready and that type of thing. And sometimes it can. In a sense, they've heard it so much that it can, it almost sounds like a message that's not to be, it's not a joyful message. It's almost like, get ready or else. You know what I'm trying to say? Whereas I, I'd, I'd like to kind of bring into the conversation that like being ready for something depends on your what you're looking at it as. If it's something that's really, it's a crisis and it's mm-hmm. going to suck all the life and energy and things are just going to go totally catastrophic, it can probably leave some people being fearful about it, right? Exactly. Yeah, why why do I want to spend my whole time, my whole energies being engaged on thinking about something mm-hmm. bad that's going to happen? But I'd like to maybe just say to our listeners that when it comes to the contents of of knowing God and the return of Jesus and all these beautiful things that the the end time prophecies talk about, it's 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 like something to be uh, happy about. Like I think about like a wedding you know, when you're getting ready. You know when you're getting ready to marry your the, your forever to be bride. Um, that p- preparedness, it's a different mentality. It's like oh man, it's got to be so good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay, maybe that's not the best example because you're right. No, you're right. I'm right. just thinking of how stressful it can be, and, and from our experience. Yeah. But generally, you're thinking about I'm going to marry this woman, and she's going to be my wife. And so, in some ways, it's something to look forward to. And I just wanted to kind of throw that in. Like, yeah, sure. the Bible talks about being ready. It's going to be crazy, but God's saying, "Hey, it's all right. Mm. You just trust me. Just follow me, and I will make you ready." And you know, uh, that's uh, what I'm kind of hearing from you as well, Ricardo. Sure. And the verse that we just read actually tells us something different to what we normally hear. People talk about building bunkers and storing a lot of food yeah. for the time of trouble. But what we just read says that his place of those who will be saved and inhabit in the everlasting fires with God, that's why we made the clarification at the beginning, uh, his place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. Bread will be given him, his water will be sure. Right. Again, this is passive. Someone else is giving us the water, someone else is giving us right. food, and yeah. someone else has taken care of our fortress of rocks. We don't need to build it ourselves. That's that's what I'm trying to show from the Bible. Um, awesome. In the book of Revelation, and maybe we'll have to go to a break before I finish this, uh, it talks about someone be per- being persecuted, a woman. Let me read uh, a couple of verses, and um, then we'll explain. Revelation 12, verse 6 says, Then the woman fled into the wilderness, where she has a place prepared by God, that they should feed her there 1,260 days. 
If you jump to verse 14, talking about the same woman, it says, But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness to her place, where she is nourished. Passive, again. She is nourished. For a time and times and have a time from the presence of the serpent. Maybe after the break we'll explain who the woman is very quickly. And how did she prepare? Awesome. For this time of yeah. persecution. Hold that thought, Pastor Ricardo, because we'll be back in just a few minutes and to pick up uh, in Revelation 12. Such a critical chapter when we're talking about these things in light of prophecy. Hey, Pastor Robbie, um, I know that um, w- what book are we going to offer our audience today, our listeners? We have this excellent book. It's called End Time Hope, A Journey to Eternity. And you absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. need this book. Absolutely. This book is going to take some of this prepping prepping type themes and just break it down. It's going to talk about what's necessary to really be ready to meet Jesus and not in a a scary way, Will. Yeah. Guarantee it's in a positive way. And to get this book, you need to text in a special code where we're going to give it to you very, very soon. You want to say this number on your phone now, 0488-808-11. That's 0488-808-11. Save on your phone and we'll give you that number very, very soon. We're going to a song break now. What's the song, Will? It's called Because He Lives, Anthem Lights. Awesome. All right, we'll be back in a moment. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know my Redeemer lives. I
Because he lives. That was Anthem Lights, Because He Lives. It was a medley, Because He Lives and My Redeemer Lives. You're listening to Faith FM, Drive Time, BQ&A. We're, we're on the... On the home stretch of our show today, if you're just tuning in, we have been looking at the topic, should we all become preppers? Myself, uh, Will, and uh, Paz Ricardo, and we have special guest Robbie Bergen with us in the studio. So, Robbie, before we pass the time back to Ricardo, um, I know you want to share just a couple of uh, yeah, people that have been- exciting texts. Yeah, go ahead. Really interesting. So, you got one here from some, obviously someone in Queensland asking, hey, can we get Faith in Queensland? The answer is, depending where you are, right. you can get it. Um, text us in your location and we'll let you know what frequencies and things. But the best thing is get the app. You can listen right. to Faith of anywhere on the app. And another one, we asked about life-changing stories. Arthur here has texted in and saying, hey, Robbie, it- I've been tuning into Faith FM for about 12 months. It has changed my life. I've wow. moved out of a destructive relationship and now live by myself and has made it easy for all my health. God bless you all. Keep doing. It's changing my life and it can happen to many others. Wow. How encouraging Amen. is that? Amen. So, Faith FM, if you had a story, Faith FM, text us in. We'd love to hear it. 488 Awesome. And thank you for listening out there, Arthur. We're so glad to have you in our part of our show today. So, Ricardo, we've got a, a, a couple of minutes to go. Uh, walk us through this idea of becoming mm-hmm. previous. Before the break, you were touching on Revelation 12. Walk us through um, that next part there. Yes, you were looking at a passage in Revelation 12 where it talks about a woman being persecuted for a symbolic time of time, have a uh, time, times, and have a time. And... Um, when we compare this passage with Daniel seven twenty five, we actually can tell who the woman is. Okay. Uh, Daniel seven twenty five says, He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High. Did you hear that? The saints of the saints. Most High, and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and have a time. So here we have the saints of the Most, most High. Right. Being persecuted for the same period of time. So we're talking about the same same time period yep. being persecuted. If we compare those two verses, Revelation 12 with Daniel 7.25, the woman is none other than God's people. Okay. The saints of the Most High. Now, as we read, when God's people are being persecuted, Revelation 12.6 says that they were uh, they fled to a place that was prepared for them by God. Wow, there's that word. He they prepared. didn't do any preparation. Right. God had a place for them that they should feed her there. They could be the angels. Or God takes care of, of his people. And Revelation twelve fourteen says, where she is nourished. It doesn't say anywhere uh, or I don't, I don't see it anywhere that God is telling His people uh, get a lot of food and and, right. and drinks and and make sure you build a bunker for you for this time. No, He takes care of His people. Okay, interestingly, and this is talking about a, a, a an interesting period. Time, times, and have a time. That's three times and a half. In other words, right. when we get to the story of Elijah. For example, uh, James 5.17 tells us that uh, in the times of Elijah, there was a drought that lasted three and a half years. And 1 Kings 17.1-4 says this, And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain uh, these years except at my word. <laughs> then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook of 
Sharit, yep. which flows into the Jordan. And then it says this, that this is what I want you to get. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you wow. there. And it's interesting because yeah. it's almost it's the same time as the that the, the, the woman was persecuted three and a half years, right? Three and a half times. The word times in Arama- Aramaic means years. Yeah. And the Lord is saying to Elijah, "Don't worry about what you're going to eat. I'm going to feed you." Right. Yeah. So how do we prepare? By storing. That's the question in our show. That's not the answer. Then no, because number uh, we've seen it so many times in the Bible that God takes care of us of our food, of our water, of our place of shelter. Um, how do we prepare? Very simply, in Matthew 24, the whole chapter, we see a lot of the things that Jesus foretold would happen on this earth before the end of the world. Right. He talked about famines, earthquakes, wars, pestilences, and yes, these things, we can see them happening. And in the next chapter which is 25, he actually tells us how to be ready for those things. And he does it by presenting the parable of the ten virgins. Right. Five were foolish, five were wise. The foolish ones did not have enough oil in their lamps. A lamp is a symbol of, in the whole Bible, of the Word of God, the Bible. And the oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So the wise virgins had their Bibles mm-hmm. and also had a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Right, But the foolish ones, although they had their Bibles, they called themselves Christians, they did not have an experience with the Holy Spirit. They were lacking oil. Okay. So they were not ready. And that's why Jesus ends uh, this uh, parable by saying, Therefore, take heed, watch and pray. Now, in, That's what it says in Mark 13, by the way, uh, 33. Uh, in Matthew 24, 45, 2 and 44, before introducing us to the parable of the, uh, parable of the ten virgins, Jesus says, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This is what he said before explaining us how to be ready. Okay. In so it's short, a connection, yeah. In short, how do we get ready? By having a connection with God in daily in our Bibles talking to him and having a relation having the holy spirit in us okay that's how we get ready that's how we get ready he takes care of our shelter of our food of our water for the time of the end the, yeah. the end of the world praise god so to I, answer the question uh, we should be preppers but in the biblical sense of prepping in prepping in the context said. of Matthew 24:25 yes you're talking about um the Word and the Holy Spirit. Robbie, did yeah, you, you, I like what you said, Ricardo, how in, in Revelation, the picture is that the bride or, or God's church, God's people, mm. they're, prepared, they're provided for yes, through mm. that difficult, challenging time, right? But what's interesting is chapter 19 of the same book, Revelation, it mm. says that the, there's, there's a celebration, there's a picture of like it's the ultimate victory, and it's a picture that the, the marriage has finally come between Christ and his church, the bride. And then it says this in verse 7, it says, uh, The marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife, or his bride, has made herself ready. Wow, So there she's you go. prepped. She, she was prepping. She's prepped. The church but, is prepping. Yes, but, yes, yes. but Christ has prepped for the physical earthly needs provided and, and supplied, but there's some preparation that has to be done. Exactly. And that's what you've just unpacked in. I really like that because it, it's not just about the earthly yeah. material things. It's about the heart. 
It's about the relationship with God, and it's your analogy of four will. If we uh, if we've got a relationship with the second coming yeah. that's positive, we'll we'll be ready for it in a right way. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we won't be dreading it, won't be fearing it, won't be negative, won't be yeah. press yep. depressing. It'll be uplifting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, the prepping there is prepping, mm-hmm. but probably not the kind you see on Doomsday Preppers. That's right. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Thankfully, that's what I wanted to highlight. It's, it's yeah. good to be ready, but the way that Jesus taught us. Yeah. Uh, can I just share? We've got a couple of minutes. And I'll say as quick as I can, when Jesus says, be ready, I've never forgot when someone said to me, I forgot who it was, but when Jesus tells us to be some things, um, it's in that very promise that he enables us. Yeah, the yeah. power's in the promise. The power's in the promise, yeah. exactly right. So when Jesus yeah. said, you know, be clean, you know, when he healed people, be cleansed, be still to the sea, mm. um, there was power in his word. So when he says to, to believers, be ready, he gives us the promise and the power to be ready. So, and I love that. I've never forgotten that. Whenever anyone quotes Matthew 24 and they talk about Jesus and saying, be ready. No, no, it's not about us being ready and going, well, what do I need to do? It's no. Yes. God, you're saying by God's power and grace, he will make us ready for that beautiful day. When, when Jesus says, be ready, that's yeah. different, it's different from saying, get ready. When you get ready, you can uh, get like ready it. and then you're not ready. Preaching next day. Now, brother. But be ready involves uh, the idea of staying ready. And I want to just finish with this verse, Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added Added to you. you. Amen. If you worry about your connection with God, everything else will be taken care of. Matt, I'm loving this topic, and I'm feeling so much lighter because we're we're, we're preppers. Should we be preppers? Yes. But in the biblical sense. Pastor Robbie, before we we close out our show, I know our listeners have been hanging on, waiting waiting for this code. Yep. So it's about time. So we want to give you this book. It's time to get the code word. You need to get the code word. The the number or the letter is SA105. That's the code word. You want to text it to 04888-8811. That's 04888-8811. And you text the code word SA105. And the amazing thing that's going to happen is we've got this text bot that's going to reply to you, (laughs) ask for your details, and then we're going to get this book to you absolutely free the book again end time hope a journey to eternity you absolutely want to get this book it's going to really help unpack what we couldn't unpack on this episode amen praise god so before we sign off i just want to say thank you uh robbie for pastor robbie for choosing to thank um, you for having us. me and we've had a big weekend in adelaide and uh, we're super blessed to have you all the best in your travels your next appointments your travels back home we wish you nothing but God's blessings, uh, my brother. Thank you very much. So, uh, and thank you, Pastor Ricardo, Amen. for leading us in that discussion. It was super insightful. Um, I hope our listeners out there enjoyed our time today. So, guys, our time's up for today. Just a quick plug for tomorrow. Our presenters, Gary and Eric, they're going to be looking at the topic, did the Old Testament ever talk about the end times? So that's what Gary and Eric are going to be looking at tomorrow. You don't want to miss our show for tomorrow. But before we leave you, we want to leave you with the promise of Jesus Christ in the Gospel of John, chapter 14 and 27, where Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. May God bless you, and we'll see you next time.